the wait is finally over. Okay. Hypothetical for you. And it's time for one last job. How would you like to make $50 million? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, May 21st through Sunday, May 23rd. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Disney has officially confirmed that Hocus Pocus 2 is finally happening and that the original witch trio of Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Jimmy will all return for the sequel. The movie will be directed by The Proposals and Fletcher and will feature a trio of three young women who accidentally wake up the Sandersons from their slumber and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking havoc on the world. And the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine will be shorter than we thought it was going to be because we're going to be getting two episodes a week. The Workplace Comedy starring Andy Samberg and Andre Brower will premiere August 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific with a second episode following at 8.30. It will finish its run in that pattern on successive Thursdays. The eighth and final season will consist of just 10 episodes. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and so much more, head on over to EW.com. Number five. Now let's welcome our number five pick back to TV, HBO's In Treatment, returning for a fourth season after 11 years with a new location and a new star. Emmy winner Uzo Aduba plays Dr. Brooke Taylor, a Los Angeles therapist treating a diverse trio of patients. Anthony Ramos as Eladio, who works as a home health aide for a wealthy family's adult son. John Benjamin Hickey as Colin, a millionaire turned white-collar criminal recently released from prison. And Euphoria's Quintessa Swindell as Layla, an 18-year-old struggling to carve out her own identity. Of course, Brooke's also dealing with her own personal problems, including a recent personal loss and a longtime on-again, off-again boyfriend. Here's a preview. I know this is hard. I'm only here to help you. Let's get started. I work for this rich family. They brought me into their home to take care of their son, so... Sounds like a lot to handle. They respect what I do. Your girlfriend's 15, and you are 18. And she's innocent. Now you want to talk about what? My dramatic emotional breakdown. In prison, you assaulted a guard. What's it been like for you since you got out? I am taking care of other people, but there's no one to take care of me. You know, this show was always a great actor showcase, and this season will be no exception. In Treatment returns Sunday at 9 p.m. with two back-to-back episodes on HBO. Number four today is another long-awaited return, Master of None, which finally drops its third season on Sunday. This season, subtitled Moments in Love, will be a bit different. It focuses on Lena Waithe's Denise, chronicling her relationship with her partner Alicia, played by Naomi Ackie. Series co-creator and star Aziz Ansari, meanwhile, will remain mostly behind the camera. He directed all five episodes and co-wrote them with Waithe. The season is described as a modern love story, intimately illustrating the ups and downs of marriage, struggling with fertility, and personal growth both together and apart. 
Trust me when I tell you, this one was worth the wait. Here's Aki on her experience joining the show alongside Waith, Ansari, and co-creator Alan Yang. I didn't know this going in, but Master of None, Aziz, and Lena and Alan are very collaborative. And so, you know, when we started, Aziz was like, okay, well, come into the writer's room and we're going to like rework Alicia's stuff so it sounds more like you. And so that's how it started. I was kind of like going, oh, I wouldn't say that. You know, I'm from London, so I'd say a bit of that and da 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 And then... Um, over time, my involvement in the show just got more and more and I was helping to block things and I was offering ideas and costumes and all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, it, I, I was only doing it because I was like, great, this is a collaborative, this is a team, we're telling a story, let's do it, you know. And then, you know, two weeks after we finished, Jizzy's called me and he was like, yeah, me and Alan have been talking and um, yeah, like, do you want to be you know, co-executive producer. And I was like, what? That is, that's amazing. Yes, yes, please. Um, and that's, yeah, basically how, how it happened. I, I like, I, I hadn't planned <laughs> on that, but it's amazing because, you know, for me, it's important for, you know, for my work in the future because I do want to produce in the future. So to have that as my first credit is like incredible. You really do love to see it. Master of None presents Moments in Love comes to Netflix on Sunday. It's trivia time. One of Lena Waithe's first Hollywood jobs was a production assistant gig on an early film by what Oscar-nominated director? Lee Daniels, Ava DuVernay, or Barry Jenkins? Stick around for the answer. Now let's head to the stage for our number three pick, the season finale of American Idol. A winner will be crowned on Sunday in a three-hour coast-to-coast live event as the three finalists, Chase Beckham, Grace Kinsler, and Willie Spence, perform one last time in hopes of securing America's vote. Voting, by the way, will begin at the start of the episode and will be open throughout the live show. We should expect some more great performances from the finalists, but in case you missed it, here's a clip of Grace's emotional rendition of Demi Lovato's father from last week. My gosh, so good. Reminds us of why we loved her performances so much the first time she sang that song. In addition to the finalists, the Idol judges will also each take the stage on Sunday to perform a hit song. And the rest of the top nine will return to join a star-studded lineup of artists, including Luke Combs, Mickey Guyton, Shaka Khan, Alessia Cara, and many more. So be sure to tune in to see additional surprise guests and familiar faces. It all begins Sunday at 8 p.m., on ABC.
Now, today's episode is the 100th installment of the What to Watch podcast, if you can believe it. So to mark the occasion, we're throwing it back to our very first episode when Jennifer Garner answered the question, what you watching? I'm currently very much watching The Crown. I am back watching Arrested Development with my kids who is just like, Mom, is everyone on TV just a bad person because they just (laughs) watch The Office and now Arrested Development? And I'm like, you know what? Someday, if you ever want to watch Alias, I promise Sydney was good. And they, they have no interest in watching anything I ever did. We had a lot of people recommending The Crown in the early days, and by the way, I still do. You should check it out. If you recall as well, when we started the show on January 4th, our top three picks were the launch of Discovery+, Plus, PBS's Antiques Roadshow, and The Bachelor, which was just beginning the wild ride that was Matt James' season. Talk about a throwback. All right, stay tuned, folks. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We got our first look at Love, Victor Season 2 this week with a new trailer showing off some new storylines and a lot of great one-liners, one of which is our soundbite of the week. Queens before peens. Say the word and I will ditch these gays like a corporation after Pride Month. When I tell you I said, oh, damn, when I heard that the first time, I am not kidding uh, because it is unfortunately very accurate. You can look forward to more of that when Love, Victor Season 2 arrives on Hulu, June 11th. Now back to this weekend's picks. Number two is yet another addition to the growing roster of streaming music documentaries, Pink, All I Know So Far. The doc follows the award-winning singer on her 2019 Beautiful Trauma World Tour, documenting her life as a mom, a wife, a boss, and a performer. The film mixes footage from the road with behind-the-scenes interviews and personal material, giving viewers a glimpse behind the curtain of the circus she calls life. I recently spoke to Pink about the documentary and how she reflects on that tour now. Two years later, I feel really proud and I really miss live music. Those are the mm. my two takeaways. And I think that our family is hilarious mm-hmm. and my kids are just gold. They're the and cutest. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And not a lot of women are headlining stadiums, right? right. Not enough, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the lucky ones. And... You know, I bust my butt to be a mom, to be a daughter, to be a wife, to be a good human and to be the best performer. And I would say that it's less concert and more life. Mm-hmm. It's more about trying to put one foot in front of the other as a woman and a mom and a, and a human being than it is about mm-hmm. like get the party started. 
As she says, it is an intimate portrait of her life on the road, and her kids are pure gold. You can stream Pink, All I Know So Far, right now on Amazon Prime Video. And now we're dead excited to reveal our number one pick, Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder is following up his much-hyped Justice League recut with the logical next project, a zombie heist movie. The Netflix film stars Dave Bautista as the leader of a group of mercenaries who venture into a zombie-infested Las Vegas to steal the cash from a Sin City casino. Call it Ocean's Eleven meets Dawn of the Dead, with all the action and zombie mayhem you'd expect, but also, as Snyder told EW, a lot of warmth and real emotion with great characters. A zombie heist movie, but with heart. Here star Anna De La Reguera on what the film taught her about surviving a zombie apocalypse. I had no idea about zombies, so I learned everything. I had zero information. I would have been like talking to them or like, you know, now I know, now I know that I would be like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Now I know that you have to, you know, uh, kill them in the head. That's rule number one. But um, I think you can also distract them with other things, you know, maybe, maybe right. you can cook something good for them. Maybe they like food and we don't know. <laughs> you never know. Although we doubt any of the Army of the Dead characters try that strategy. The film also stars Ella Purnell, Amari Hardwick, Theo Rossi, and Tig Notaro, and you can stream it on Netflix now. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. One of Lena Waithe's first Hollywood jobs was as a production assistant on an early film by what Oscar-nominated director? Lee Daniels, Ava DuVernay, or Barry Jenkins? Well, if you read our cover story with Waithe, you should know this one. The answer is Ava DuVernay. Waithe was a production assistant on the Selma director's narrative feature debut, 2010's I Will Follow. That's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.